You're listening to Selfish the Podcast. This is the place where we make much ado about you. I'm your host, Allie Martin. Thanks for joining me. Jessica Lee Hutchings is someone I started following on Instagram because of her quick cooking tips and healthy recipes. I quickly felt connected to her through her humor, southern accent, and family roots in Alabama. We later discovered our families actually grew up in the same small town. My great-grandmother taught her parents in kindergarten. Don't you ever tell me this is not a small world. Follow her on Instagram at Work in progress, Jess, because her stories will leave you laughing to the point of tears. Jessica recently took a chance at her dream, and I can't wait for you all to hear how that is paying off for her. First, Jessica, tell us about you, your background, and your current journey. Well, my name is Jessica Lee Hutchings. I have a background in culinary arts. I actually have a degree in culinary arts. Cooking and teaching is what I've done for the last over 10 years now. I hate to admit that, but it's true. Um, And as far as my current journey goes, in the last two years, I've moved three times. Um, We sold our house that we've lived in for 10 years, and we we moved around a few times. So while I've been bouncing around, I've kind of used this time to really think about the concept of a journey at all. You know what I mean? Like, um, what, I don't know, what kind of, what do I want my journey to be? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I mean, it's been kind of a a weird time, um, in and out of jobs and things like that. And I have tried to use it as an opportunity. Would you label yourself as an aspiring author now? Totally. Yes. And I've always been one. I just never really knew it, you know, like, um, I kind of, I I don't know. I I might be the personality type where I needed somebody to be like, Hey, is what you need to do? You know, but I I don't know. I kind of wish somebody might, you know, would have told me that, but yeah, I would, I would love to have aspiring author after my name for sure. So like you said, culinary world, I started following you on Instagram because of your healthy culinary concoctions. What led you Mm -hmm. to start sharing that part of the world with the world? Okay, so big story here, but as far as culinary goes, culinary is my background. I've worked as a chef, caterer. Um, I taught culinary arts at the high school level for a few years. Then um, my husband and I moved. He got this great job opportunity, moved from Tennessee to Oregon, so completely across the country, total, you know, starting over moment. And I got a job working for Le Cordon Bleu. So to someone from the culinary world, it was just like, oh, you know, that was like, oh, my gosh. So anyway, they brought me in for this brand new position, something they were trying out. And what I didn't realize was it was kind of like a last ditch effort for them, because what ultimately happened was they closed all their uh, U.S. campuses, sadly. So within four months, I had gotten like the dream culinary job and then been laid off. So Mm. after that, um my husband and I together kind of just had this like revelation. We were what, 11, 12 years 
together at that point. And we, we, and we were like, you know, let's, we want to do something epic. So we went and did the Camino de Santiago. So it, there's a, it's a pilgrimage across northern Spain. It's amazing. Um, he wanted to do it. I wasn't really into the idea, but he was like, I really want you to come with me. So I was like, okay, whatever. I was 50 some odd pounds heavier at that point. Um, so I warned him, you know, this is not going to be good. And I was right. It was heck on my knees, uh, ankle problems. I was on the autobus more than I was walking. I was taking the bus. Um, so I got back from that and I was like, this, something's got to give. Like, this is not cool. You know, I've got, got to do something. I made some changes. So I got on a diet program and really through that, friends started to kind of notice and, you know, I would be talking to them about, about what I was doing. And they, one in particular begged me to start an Instagram. She was like, please just, you know, cause I would, I would send her Snapchat videos of what I was making for dinner. And she was like, you got to start an Instagram. Like, why are you not on Instagram doing this? So that's how it all started. I was pressured into it by a friend. <laughs> I love that. But that's the best part because you do, you walk through step by step and you make it so um, easy and it just yes. seems like, okay, I could do this tomorrow night. It, mm -hmm. it makes it really um, appealing for me to try out new things. So I love that about your Instagram. Good. Story. So I'm glad you did start it. Um, <laughs> so also with your Instagram account, you have your stepping in stories and yeah. you get your steps in for the day while you're giving your opinion about a topic. Recently through that, you touched on the power of strength in numbers and, you know, the recent connection with that in the political world, but also mm -hmm. in your personal life. So talk to us about your thoughts on that. Okay. So first of all, shout out to Stephen Stories because people are using the hashtag now and I'm super proud. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it a couple times. I was like, oh my God, yes. I don't know if they know that. That's totally me. But yeah. Okay. Um, so step in stories, I step and watch other people's stories. And then you're right. I step and talk. So yeah, strength in numbers. I don't know. I, I kind of love when I can go back to an adage from like grammar school or something, you know, um, those things, those things that we learned so super early on, but they're so I mean, they're needed. Like we need them in our life. We needed to learn them. We need to still practice them today. So like do unto others, you know, uh, just say, no, strengthen numbers, all that kind of stuff. Um, so something clicked in my head when I realized there were groups or movements that are going on right now that were being viewed as fads or like the thing to do or like a bandwagon, like well, everybody's jumping on this bandwagon now because this is the thing that everybody's talking about, blah, blah, blah. But it's not a fad. It's, it's, it's strength in numbers. It's people coming together, um, whether it's, you know, something bad that they share, that they have this common bond that they never asked for, but they've got it. Or if it's a community like the IG community that I am a part of, you know, the uh, weight loss or whatever diet community on Instagram, you know, kind of like finding your tribe and sticking together, finding strength within the group. Um, I don't know. I just kind of like that concept. So I was just thinking, like, whatever happened to strength in numbers, guys? You know, don't don't hate on the group. Don't don't look at it that way. It's it's people coming together and finding finding each other, finding themselves, connecting. You know, strength in numbers. Yeah, 
it was a great reminder. And like you said, it's those old adages that we learned when we were younger that we just need to be reminded of sometimes. Yeah. So you're a strong advocate for empowering women and that plays into different parts of your life, whether that's diet, um, you've talked about, you know, those that are struggling with the recent political issues going on in our world. You know, you talked briefly about how that's coming into play with your career. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel being such a strong advocate for women is so important? Well, I really, I like to think of myself as a, an, an advocate for everybody. I really love, and I think this comes from being a high school teacher, empowering everyone. Was when I was teaching high school kids, my favorite thing um, was when I could see that little kind of light bulb kind of click when they got something, you know, when they kind of came into their own, they realized their own strength. Um, they didn't really need me anymore for that particular reason. And I mean, I taught an art class. So obviously a lot of it was, you know, um, take, the, take these basic skills I've taught you and get in there and kind of do your own thing with it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I like to, I like empowering anyone. I think at any moment, if we're able to like empower ourselves or someone else, it's just a really it's a powerful thing. Like you just, you kind of see it click and it's an awesome feeling. So you briefly touched on this as far as you're taking some time out to work on book books, multiple, um, and you're working on that aspiring author title. Yes. So what has been the hardest part of that journey in taking time out for yourself and working on that book or books? I think the hardest part about it is the unknown. Obviously, that's like a super scary thing. Um, But it's also kind of like there's a feeling of being like stuck or kind of like lost. You know, there's no when you when you do kind of set out and you're you're moving forward and it's all about you. It's for yourself. Maybe you're fulfilling a dream or you're, you know, working towards a passion or whatever it is it's a scary thing and you kind of feel it's, it's hard to not to, to, to move forward without that kind of tangible, like career, you know, sort of thing that you had to sort of catch you, you know, you don't really have that to fall back on anymore. Um, but it, you know, I don't know. It's, it, it is, it's like the, the, the lost feeling it's kind of there, but I don't know. You just, I've been just kind of like trying to fake it till I make it. And, um, just roll with it. You know, um, the hardest part is that leap of faith. Basically it's, it is a leap of faith. It's scary. Um, and it's like, there is a little bit of, I mean, there's a little bit of guilt there, you know, a little, it's kind of like I'm taking this time. This is for me. Um, my husband's over here working nine to five, you, you know, doing this thing and, and I'm chasing a dream basically. So I think the hardest part is just, you know, believing in yourself, taking that leap of faith and, and and just finding your way through the fear. So there is the fear. There is the unknown. Yeah. What is the enjoyable part about it though? The enjoyable part is just you remember the sheer joy that you got out of it when you were doing it just 
to do it. You know, when I was doing it at 10 years old, like writing a little story or whatever, or whatever it was I was doing, you know, you, you find that joy again. And when you realize it's still in there, it's just, I don't know. That's just like, a, that's an awesome feeling. I, it, it's crazy, especially you spend so many years not really feeling that way. That kind of just free, um, loving what you do kind of feeling. That's that's the most enjoyable part of it. It's still there. So it was really awesome to, to find it again. So with this new setup and schedule, I think it would be easy to go down a rabbit hole and work all day. And, you know, from Mm -hmm. dusk until dawn, um, how do you maintain balance in your life? I think you, I'm pretty lucky. I'm, I'm pretty naturally balanced. Um, and with something like writing and working on something creatively, um, I do try to get up. I try to, I sit down at the computer. I go to work air quotes, you know, um, and you have the luxury of kind of being able to strike when the creativity's hot. And if it's not, you just kind of, you know, you, I don't know, you go for a walk, you take a coffee break, something you, you, to try to balance yourself. You, you can go a little nut. You can go a little stir crazy. Uh, but I've got a great husband. I've got great family and friends, um, none of which I deserve. But um, I get what I need from them. I get my balance from them. I get my reality checks from them, support. And, I mean, that's the, that's the best. That's all you could ask for. Yeah. So the show is all about taking time for you and making sure that you take care of your own well-being before you can take care of others. So how are you selfish? Well, I really listen to myself. Um, and I, I just give in to what I feel like I need. You know, if I need to go to Target and like walk up and down all the aisles and just, I got to just see what they got, you know, I'm going to go to Target. I'll take a couple hours and I'll go. If I need to mm-hmm. take a bath every night for like four nights in a row and have my sandalwood candle lit, you know, or whatever, I'm going to do it. If I need to get in the bed at like six o'clock, all week long because I'm just like craving this book I'm reading or whatever. I just do it. Um, it's not like a I, I go for a walk every day or I do this or that. If I feel like I need to go for a walk, I do it. I just like really try to stay in tune with with what my body's telling me it needs. Yeah, I mean, that's probably one of the first steps in in self-care and probably mm-hmm. one that's overlooked by many. Yeah. Is there anything you wish you could be doing more of? I wish I could be traveling. I would love to travel more. I would love to just go around and document everything I see. There's so much I want to see. Um, my husband, I call him P. Hutch on my Instagram. P. Hutch is the same. I mean, we have a list a mile long of places that we want to go. So I would totally be traveling more if I could. Like, a lot more. <laughs> and you're traveling now, per se, working on yes. a inspiration for book and, and just catching up with family. Um, mm-hmm. But talk to us about what's next. Um, you know, what do you have coming up in the next year? But then also, you know, what's 
in mind for the future that maybe hasn't even um, been been worked on tan- tangibly? So I've got a couple of children's books. I am back in Alabama right now in my parents' house working on a novel. Um, that is like my life's dream. It's this big passion project. It's a huge story that's, you know, rolling around in my head. So I got that going on. Um, jlhutchings.com is up. So I'm going to be working on that. I've got tons of other stories in my head. I mean, there is a memoir idea, cookbook ideas. Um, there's a podcast, hopefully, in the works with my BFF, the one that harassed me into the Instagram account. Um, so there are a lot of irons in the fire there that not all of them have started, but, you know, I'm thinking about them. Um, I just really love, you know, I love connecting on Instagram. I love, you know, doing the stories and video chatting with people back and forth there. I love writing, expressing myself in that way if I can. I love, you know, like I said, connecting with people. So any way that I can do that, hopefully, is what's next. I love it. Lots of things on the horizon for you. Yes. You've been listening to Selfish. You can find show notes on SelfishThePodcast.com. If you like what you hear, please tell a friend about Selfish and make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.